welcome back to Guided by Goddess, the podcast today. We have a very special guest, my soul family, friend, connection, client, Luca (laughs) Ponce. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Your time, your energy is always so much of a gift. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Thank you for having me. So Luca is really special because you are a multifaceted, multi-talented being that has really led an inspirational path for yourself, really following your heart and, and creating a life that harnesses all of your gifts and your talents and your creativity. So I wanted to amplify that message today and, and, and let you be the leader in that, the example of that, of what it looks like to really own your evolution and create a life that centers your talent, your skill, your, your, your skills, your interests, your joy. And I just feel like that's really valuable to all of us right now especially in the state of the world, things have really shifted in our society. And like since COVID, especially, I feel like, you know, so many people quote, didn't go back to work because they found out that they hated their job and they didn't want to go back to work. And it really does kind of like single out the creative entrepreneurial lifestyle, which I think you embody so beautifully. So thank you. Thank you for being willing to share some of your story today with us and inspire the listeners to really follow their own, their own path. So without any further ado, let's just get into <laughs> the interview. Um, first, just you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, your, your name, pronouns, astrology, where you're located, just like what any, any fun tidbits of info just to give uh, listeners an insight as to who you are. Yeah, um, my name is Luca. I'm currently uh, mostly based in Washington, D.C. Um, I work between D.C. and New York. um, And yeah, I'm just kind of taking it one day at a time here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What do you do for work? Um, So I am all things beauty. So I do makeup in every way possible that you could think of. And I do hair in every way possible that you could think of amongst other things. I freelance in fashion and in beauty. Um, I wear so many different hats depending on what time of year it is. And I like all the hats that I get to wear. Mm, they're really nice hats <laughs> they sure are they are high fashion and highly yeah. intentional as well totally that's something that I really recognize through our work together so Luca and I worked together last year and some of this year I don't know it it all kind of blurred yeah. but um it you know as soon as we met the very first time we met I just felt such a connection to you and there was such a genuine connection and It's like you radiated authenticity. And as we started to get to know each other and yes, through our work together, I just, it, there was a ownership of your talents as an artist that for me looking in, it seemed very natural, very natural for you to to be who you are. And I, I know that reflection might be like, huh, well, it's been a journey to really own it. 
who I am, all of who I am. But I really saw that through our work together. And um, I think you do the creative entrepreneurial lifestyle really well. I think you do it really, really well. Thank you. (laughs) in, In a regard to like, it's okay to not be in the mold. It's okay to not fit into a box. I'm not going to single myself out in, in one arena and just have to do that one thing. You said something really profound the last time we talked that, that it kills our creative juice when we only do one thing, or I don't know how you said it, but it was, it was basically along the lines of like, when we, how I received it was when we deny ourselves the opportunity to be fully expressed as artists, as creatives, as healers, as guides, intuitives, mediums, whatever it is, when we deny ourselves that full expression, it kills our creative juice. And I think a lot of people struggle with this unconsciously. I feel like society tells us to build a beautiful box and, and stay in it, to be in it, to pick one thing in the entrepreneurial space, especially pick one thing and go all in. Don't try to do multiple things. In my experience, after you said what you said last week, when we spoke, I reflected upon my experience and a big light bulb came on for me. Maybe that's where some of my burnout came from. Maybe that's why I've lost passion for things that I love because I've made myself fit into that one box and not leave it. And so I, I wanted to just ask you if you could share your wisdom with the listeners here of your own journey of how you've really been able to, again, own the evolution and embrace all of your gifts and not leave any part of you or your passions behind. What has that journey been like for you? What obstacles have you faced? How have you overcome it? Enlighten us. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the first thing that I think about is just kind of how it was brought up. Um, My parents are both immigrants and um, my mom from Chile, my dad from Venezuela. And um, I think from a very early age, like that experience as a child, I don't know, on like maybe a subconscious level or just like, I I found myself having to adapt early on to a lot of different things that people in school weren't having to adapt to. Had two different lives. I had my American, I'm in public school life. And then I had my home life where, you know, I wasn't out until I was like in high school And so not only was I like sort of juggling these sort of um, different worlds all at once, and then also trying to maybe wear masks in order to appease different people so that I could feel safe in myself and my experience, right? And so as I grew older, I think that really, really helped me like kind of just make decisions um, from a heart space and on an intuitive level, because um, I think I have never really need anything like in my career to make sense. 
Mm. I made a lot of choices, especially early on, that so many of like my family members, my friends, they were like, what are you doing? Like, you know, you have this amazing opportunity and da 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 people like, you know, I think with good intent, try to share what they're perceiving and what is coming up for them through the choices that you're making. And I think that's an interesting process because um, I think also because of the way I was brought up, I somehow have been able to uh, accumulate a sense of discernment about what information is important for Mm. me and how that information is connected to my heart center and through what you're saying, like what I found to be my own journey and finding my own authentic expression. Mm. So um, it's been really interesting and back to like the point of like not needing things to make sense. Mm -hmm. um, That has been such a huge um, liberating factor in how I've landed where I'm at today. I never really needed, of course, there's space for reason and logic, right? Um, Those are useful things, but I've always prioritized my heart center, what makes me feel inspired. And I always on some level, I feel like more so now I'm, I'm working on my work right now is just connecting to my body. And I have to give myself credit for my past versions of myself for being as connected to my body as I was then because I always on some level checked into my heart and into my intuition and all the things that we aren't taught to really value and to say what why do I feel certain things that keep me or inhibit me from making a change or moving forward or trying on a different hat or, mm-hmm. you know, just like saying nipples to the wind, like, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I think that's kind of um, what I can share about that. Powerful, really powerful. The, the not needing it to make sense, I think is a huge takeaway. I have worked with and I myself have had my own journey with I've worked with people and had my own journey with this need to to get it right to taking a risk is a risk but it's it's like when we try to control the risk and and control our every maneuver and movement and make sure that we have a good outcome I have worked with countless of clients at the beginning of their businesses that they don't want to make a mistake. It's costly. It costs them time. It costs them money. It costs them energy. It costs them confidence. Right. So like how, how do we find the balance of self-security as well as it doesn't even make sense. I'm just going to follow my heart center. I mean, for me, I think it's just, I mean, I think, part of it is rooted in how I was brought up. Hmm. Um, You know, I, I don't identify as Christian, but I think, you know, that same Mm -hmm. accumulated sense of discernment over time allowed me to take what was that, what worked for me. Hmm. And a big part of my upbringing was being surrounded by people who had for me a really healthy and useful way of thinking about the word faith 
and having faith. Ooh. And and when I think about that, it's like I I I step away from like what like the connection to God is and just mm-hmm. thinking about, well, how do I have faith in myself? And like what does that actually look like? Right. And for me, it was more about like, you know, different periods have different like challenges and things that you have to draw your faith in for, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But it's almost like just sort of like, um, it's the development of what that is for you. And I think that's authentic to every single person. And I think for me, faith has been such, it's, it's been a, it's been something that, um, I've been able to rely on. And I think it has a lot to do with relying on things that feel more heart-centered and feel more intuitive and feel more of like an honoring of my body and all the information that it it has for me to see the world and it through the that information, right? Not just through thinking, oh, this and this and this needs to happen or you know whatever the mind I guess wants to do for me right right okay so tapping into the body's wisdom and speaking to faith I was just having a a really good conversation about faith earlier today actually I love that that's the word that you chose Mm. and that's the truth that's part Mm. of the journey how do you trust the path even when you're called to do or be what doesn't make sense really just having faith in yourself, having belief in yourself and what's the, what would you say is the greater impact of that when, when we choose to not go all in on one thing, but we go all in on ourself, we go all in on having faith and belief in ourself, the greater impact of that. I feel like that is your connection to the highest expression of you. Hmm. When, when you're able to like lean into the things that nudge you and the things that pull you it and the things that inspire you and the things that empower you, those are the things that are calling you to your highest potential. Hmm. And what uh, I'm getting emotional right now thinking about it because it makes me when I, when I talk about these things, it makes me think of um, my grandparents mm-hmm. um, on my mom's side who um, at 36 had eight children, well, wow. seven children. And um, the last one was my, my youngest uncle who wasn't born yet. And they were living in the worst conditions like my mom tells me stories about how they would live from abandoned hotel room to hotel lobby to um, uh, different facilities that took in people who didn't have homes and had no, like they didn't have anything to eat. My grandpa was working 12 hour days Mm -hmm. and that would afford enough cans of food to feed their family for like two or three days. Wow. And, And then all of a sudden, you know, um, they start getting connected to this missionary from North Carolina and they were looking for a family to sponsor and um, through a lottery system. And interestingly enough, 
there were a bunch of families in their sort of area in Chile. Mm. Um, and they overrode all of the other families because my grandmother was pregnant with her last. They were looking for the family who wanted, mm. who had the most amount of families and who needed the most help or mm-hmm. children, I should say. And in a blink of an eye, they were granted citizenship. They knew no English. They had no skills other than their commitment and devotion to their faith, Mm -hmm. their Christianity. And through all the obstacles, they said yes to provide their family with infinite potential. This was in 1977, no internet, no anything. And I am born from that kind of faith. Wow. That is my story, Mm. right? And so Mm. that for me has always been such a driving force because I'm like, I'm just one person and I have so much opportunity. I have so much at my fingertips. And I have a story that I'm connected to that roots me in understanding that anything is possible, Mm. you know? Yeah. So that's what I have to say on that. (laughs) Shoot through faith, right? Like that's what I'm feeling through faith, through faith, eight children, nothing, no money, no resources. And you one person and packed all their shit up and moved to a different continent and said, let's go. Damn. And I'm born of that power. Yes, you are. what a what a remembrance i just i it's always with me it Mm. is always with me it's in my blood yeah it is it is literally in your blood Mm -hmm. and that is that is your power really recognizing that totally it's so beautiful (laughs) (laughs) what are obstacles well i've got two questions yeah actually um let me ask this one first. Okay. You're talking about the nudges when you're yeah. like pulled and you're nudged. I I may know the answer to this, but they don't. What is, sure. a, what is a recent nudge that you have followed in your life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, my, I think my career is at the I mean, I don't want to say the very beginnings, but I'm in an evolution of what my career looks like in a lot of different ways. But um, I think the first thing that comes up is just my desire to pour my energy into other creatives in a coaching capacity and container to be able to just be the person that points at someone's own power, right? Um, I think that is definitely what I'm working towards and, you know, talking about like having faith and taking risks, right. And, and also not, um, needing things to make sense. So many different things that I kind of work, I feel like I work up against, but it's like, oh, that's just my nudge, or that's just the thing that I need to manifest or, understand or be more curious about right Mm -hmm. and so through this process I think I am moving into a space where um, I may be stepping out of beauty 
but I don't believe that that doesn't feel totally right, but it could be. Um, but I'm just letting that process be alive right mm. now. Letting the process be alive. Mm-hmm. Again, it goes back to this uh, typical, maybe even ingrained in us societally or from familial patterns. It comes back to this needing to control, needing to know the outcome, needing to get it right, not wanting to make a mistake, not wanting to risk it all and lose it all, willing to risk it all to gain it all. It's It comes back to this, no, I'm just, I'm going to be in my faith. I'm going to be in trust and I'm going to let it be alive. Let it lead me towards, how do you, I, I guess it's like what I see is, and I can share from my own experience, how do you build that just unshakable trust in yourself? And I think from me, from my own experience is to keep putting one foot in front of the other, to keep going and not give up. And the more we keep showing up for ourselves, the more we start to trust ourselves, even if we don't have the outcome that we wanted, you know, it's still like what I did that though. And okay. It didn't work out in the way that I wanted to. So now I'm going to try something else because I'm in that momentum of taking action and not quitting and, and forward motion. So what would, what, what would you say has been like your, your, your reinforcers for that trust in yourself as you navigate the shifts? I feel, yeah, I feel like, um, what I need, what I know to be true about myself at this point is that I um, have always made decisions. I've always made decisions that have allowed me to, um, I guess, try different things on, but there's something else here. Like, um, I let myself be messy because I knew that I wasn't where I wanted to be. I knew that I, there, there was still so much I needed to know about myself. I also knew that the only way that I could do that was by making different choices, right? Whether mm-hmm. that's different choices in my career or like creating new boundaries around different relationships that I was outgrowing whether it was, um, you know, you know, I, I just let myself make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, you make so many mistakes that you're like, wait a minute, I'm actually not going to die. Right. Mm-hmm. Because like, I think that's the, the rooted sort of illusion, right. Definitely. Is that if I make this choice, everything will crumble and like worst case scenarios. And I think it's almost a muscle because the more that you do that and you get on the other side, right? You don't give up on yourself. You get to the other side of that decision or that choice. It's almost always like for me, what I understand is that the most difficult part about any choice or decision happens before you make the choice or decision. Ah, and then after that, you're like, oh, okay, now I can just adapt and I can I can move into the decision. I can embody the decision or choice. 
I don't have to resist it anymore. I can Mm. let it be and then be in the feminine around that. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, I connect a lot to the divine feminine in me. That's, it's something that I've been really focused on. Um, And during this month is like um, understanding and researching and, and, and being empowered by the divine feminine that I have really totally accepted into my experience whether it's Mm -hmm. me personally or how I have manifested my business like there's so many things that you know now I it's just totally who I am that's rooted in the feminine Mm -hmm. so yeah it's like it's like that that right before like I don't want to make it and then yeah you make it and then it's like you just go right into release and you go right into, okay, now I made the decision. Now I can start figuring out what I need to do now. Mm-hmm. So good and brave. And even if we make a decision and I love this because you're right. It is the resistance, the beginning that, okay, I'm choosing this. Like that is the hardest part. Even, even when we're in the decision let's say it's starting a business and things don't work out or it, it results don't happen in the way that we wanted or thought or intended. It's, it's not a failure. No, it's not a failure. Cause we're still in it. Now we get to navigate that we get to navigate success as much as we get to navigate redirections. Yeah. And, and I love that if we have, if we carry this outlook of, okay, the hardest part is before I even start, there's like, um, I don't know. There's a relief that comes with that. Like, okay, I can just make the decision and then I can just trust when I'm in that channel, when I am, I mean, this is the guided by goddess podcast. So you're right. Right. (laughs) You're in the right room for the divine feminine. Yes, honey. Yes, honey. I love it. I love it. Like that's it. Just trusting the channel that we're all in. Right. I think your story and your gifts and your talents are so inspiring. And there's, there are other talents that you have that you didn't even share like you have these multifaceted offerings that you get to make to the world. And I, I know that there are people listening right now that they have their multi-talented offerings too. I met with a coach earlier today. She also has a chicken farm and she grows flowers and like, it has nothing to do with coaching, but it's her passion and she does it and she puts energy towards it. And there's, there's fruitfulness there. Um, Totally. What are some of the, this is my last question. What are some of the obstacles that you've encountered or typical obstacles that you think or you, your wisdom can share helping someone navigate that, that resistance in the beginning of, of those decisions, making those decisions. I think when you are like up against resistance, it's, it is the old you or current you that wants to, it's begging you to stay the same. It's Mm -hmm. begging you to stay comfortable and within what you know, Mm -hmm. in some ways, you know, I think like, I, I think for me, I'm so like, I want to do the work that this year, part of my work has been also to 
give myself some grace and be like, I'm fucking doing the work and like, I can pause for a second. Mm-hmm. Right. So I want to, I want to throw that in there too. Yes. But I think if you are oriented in this way, you'll, you'll kind of develop that in yourself as well. But I also mm-hmm. want to add to, um, um, I'm losing my train of thought. Can you give me that last part again? Yeah. It's like, overcoming the obstacles when you're navigating their resistance what are tools or experiences that you've had that ah they came back navigating that yeah so um all parts of you deserve a place right Mm -hmm. and so what i mean by that is you know like all of your accumulated experiences, your relationships, your interests, your hobbies, what you do for work, they're all interconnected and they're all valuable. They just don't always need to all be valuable all at once. So just Ah. because something's in the back burner for a second doesn't mean you don't have use for it or that there isn't value still left and that it could maybe come back in for a while or or later is Mm -hmm. what I mean. Mm -hmm. and don't deny yourself Mm -hmm. um the fact that you have tried all these different things on and just because you have to put it away on a shelf doesn't mean you can't reach it back out and still put it on again right gosh and and in fact it's interesting too I like I like to debunk these sort of like stereotypical ideas of things Mm -hmm. and I I like do not just uh, subscribe to the idea that like um, when you use it or when you don't use it you lose it mm-hmm. I do not believe that for one second there have yes. been so many many times where I have set like let's say hair down I almost gave up hair you know uh, mm-hmm. in my 20s because I was so burnt out by it I moved mm-hmm. more into makeup I was able to kind of figure out okay I just need to channel my energy this direction for a second Mm-hmm. And I started to accumulate makeup skills. And when I started doing hair behind the chair again um, in 2020, I personally, and this is just me, I became a better hairstylist after not doing that for almost like six years. Wow. It's that my, I think my body and my brain needed mm-hmm. to integrate all of the old information I had all the new information I received about what it means to uh, apply makeup and how that connects to the way that I design a haircut, right? There's so much nuance around how all of your skills are interconnected Mm. and they're all valuable and they help each other over time. Wow. So, um, yeah, I guess I guess my sort of like general idea here is that like remember you always have access to every part of you. Hmm. Um and nothing is a waste hmm. in terms of what it is you decide to feel inspired by and I mean what are what are timelines anyway? They're arbitrary. It's, it's up to you and it's your timeline. It's your life. Yeah. Whatever. It's your life. You can't mess it up, right? You can't, you really can't. I 
I just want to share transparently that that really resonates for me as a yoga teacher. So when I sold my yoga studio in 2020, I, I was burned out and it, it wasn't that I was burned out from teaching. I actually got fuel from leading yoga practice, but it was everything else of yoga studio ownership. Um, just all of the business and everything that came with it. I had a transitioning team at the time I had, you know, people were moving like things. It just became so much and I became burned out and I wanted to really streamline all of my gifts and put it into this cute online business <laughs> as a coach. And I was kind of like, you know, middle finger in the air. I'm going to sell the studio. I'm done with this. And not instantly, but pretty quickly, I, I missed that part of me mm. and I missed that. I could see that part of me, the empowered teacher. I could see that part of me come alive in my coaching. And I, I harnessed it. Like I, I pulled that part out and I was like, okay, this is we're, we're, this is what we're doing now. And, sure. and here we are in 2023 and guess who's back to teaching yoga. I, I love it and I miss it. And that's, it was, it was such a important part of my gift and how I offer out into the world. And like you with hair, I, I became burned out and I set it down, but picking it back up again, I'm such an incredible teacher and it's, it's, it's making me even more of a present coach and I feel more confident and empowered. And there's a, there's a wholeness, there's a completeness here for me that I haven't felt in a while. And I know it's because I've allowed that to come back in. Right. So important, so important. So I love that you brought that up. Like there's space for all of you here. And that's part of living that fully expressed life. Yeah. And I mean, I think to that point, it's like, you know, I, I so emphasize all the time in myself, like I really try to focus in on like not getting lost in like the noise and all mm -hmm. the things that are going on external externally and saying like, if I feel like something is off or if I feel like something is wrong or whatever, it's an opportunity for me to say or ask myself why, right? Not like to be hard on myself, but to be like, well, I have so many things at my disposal, you know, in terms of skill sets or whatever. And like going back into abundance mindset, I think like, mm. you know, I, I, it's my birthright to be able to feel inspired every day, right? And sure, that doesn't omit or invalidate things that feel hard, right? Or things that are challenging, but to just be like, if I don't feel inspired in my work, what do I need to do to make that happen? And mm -hmm. my body is the indicator, right? Mm -hmm my body is the barometer to provide me the ability to say, okay, am I authentically connected with my work? And if I'm not, what do I need to shift? Mm -hmm. You know, just kind of what you were speaking to what you were saying. Right. Yeah. And I've hit that place a lot. Of, and I'm sure you have too. Mm -hmm. it, like having to change big things and small things and being willing to adapt so that your creativity 
and the way that you feel connected and inspired by it can always feel alive, right? That it doesn't like stagnate and that you can access all these different channels and move through those things freely if you practice that, right? And if Mm. you prioritize it as well. Mm. So good. Such an incredible coach you are. Thank you. (laughs) You are too, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If someone just, this is okay. I promise. This is my last question. I promise. I promise. I promise. Other than what advice will you give to the creative multifaceted artist like yourself? Other than that, my last question is if someone's listening to this episode right now and they're like, how, what, what do they mean by body? Like what, how do I tell what is, what would you say to someone who's just learning how to connect to somatic wisdom? Um, I think it has everything to do with just being curious. So whatever, however that resonates with you, like for me, whenever, so I've been a big proponent of incorporating as much support as I'm willing to like prioritizing support in my life period has been a constant Mm -hmm. it takes a freaking village and (laughs) it was someone else and trusting someone else with these parts of myself Mm -hmm. to be able to have that context I wouldn't have been awakened to that if I didn't trust myself enough to know that I can't do this on my own right yes and then intuitively understanding like what I need in it at any given moment right and Mm. intuitively trusting decisions around why you're incorporating different people for different levels of support and so once um once I started kind of getting acquainted with um and feeling inspired by the this open door this portal of somatic experience I, I've let that curiosity just feed itself without mm-hmm. pressure, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I, this feels like something that I, I need, right? And it's going mm-hmm. to fill my cup up. It's going to give me information that will empower me, right? Yes. It's the texture of your experience, right? And like, mm-hmm. I love that word when I'm talking about feeling and experience in general it's like there are layers to understanding how to discern what what you need at any given point when to stop something and when to start something Mm -hmm. when to give yourself a break and Mm -hmm. feeling it through your body and so Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and there's also a ton of information out there so like if you are hearing this and you feel inspired by you know um or you know feel curious about what this is google somatic experience and start there right and trust that even that action of googling somatic experience trust that that will lead you to what you need and then that will lead you to the next thing and then to the next thing it's like Mm -hmm. you don't need to know it all at once you don't need to put the pressure on yourself to like feel like you need to be an expert in your body we're all on this planet trying to figure it out one baby nugget of information at a time and know that like if you are trusting that intuition you're going to find exactly 
what you need and what's going to resonate most with you. Mm, Such good advice to be curious and keep trusting that it will lead us one step after the other. I, I love this interview so much and I feel like that's good advice. Is there anything else you want to add to that for that creative aspiring entrepreneur that has multiple gifts that they don't think go together, but it does. It's all interconnected. Anything else you want to say to them? Mm, I'll say what um, my mom always told me, especially all the times that I spiraled living in New York city, not having any community, not having any resources Mm. and still feeling connected to my why, Mm. right? My mom would always say, Luca, don't be so hard on yourself. Mm. Yeah. And I think now I, I equate that and a, a goal accomplished. My mom hardly ever says that to me anymore. So I'm like, yes. That's amazing. (laughs) Um, But it's like, for me, it's like, how do you give yourself grace for this wild thing that we are all doing on this rock floating in the middle of infinity? Like, chill, chill. (laughs) We're going to make it. And you know what? If we don't, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you for the liberation. (laughs) If it's not the truest word I've heard. God, it's like Craig and I were riding in the car the other day and he was like, mom, it's just crazy that we have to like conform to all these rules and, and even pay to park here. Literally like, why, you know, there's just so much wisdom when we can hold our experiences like, Yeah. I, um, (laughs) I made this, um, this TikTok and I've been, that's another channel of creativity that I've been really just letting that my freak flag fly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, um, and that's been really great for opening up my throat chakra. It's been really awesome. But, um, you know, for me, I just made a TikTok about essentially like, (laughs) stepping outside of all the things we know and saying almost a thousand percent of everything that exists that we participate in is completely made up. Yeah. So how about try that on and move through your decisions through that perspective and that lens outside. I mean, because it's like, we, I feel like in a lot of ways, like, and I participated in this, right. It's like, let me try all these other lenses on that like society says I need to try on because that's what makes most sense. And that has almost never worked mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so like kind of living through just sort of getting comfortable in like their rules and how they perceive time, how they perceive their life and how they're doing that thing. That doesn't not ha- that doesn't have to be my framework. Yes. And maybe it might not be expedient or mm. like, um, like, uh, what is it called? Like fast or, you know, whatever, like whatever success or progress Typical. means for me. Mm-hmm. Just, if it takes time, 
if you have to spend your whole life figuring out what that means for you and what you authentically are aligned with, let that be, then fitting yourself into something that just isn't working, Mm. right? Mm. So that's what I'll say on that. (laughs) The source of happiness and fulfillment and how we (laughs) hold our experience in that radical trust in myself, radical going against the grain, breaking through the societal impositions, familial patterning, whatever, and really breaking through into my own authentic expression. If you have to spend your whole life doing that, what I was thinking is like, that would be amazing. That would be an amazing life. We have to hold it in that way, right? This is such a gift. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So much wisdom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this time. It's been so lovely. Oh my gosh. I know you have to go, but I just (laughs) want to say that uh, contact info to get in touch with Luca, connect with them online, follow, become a client, and (laughs) we'll all be linked in the show notes here. So is there um, any specific, you you mentioned TikTok. So um, is that like the best place to find you right now in your expression? Uh, yeah, so I just um, changed like a couple of my handles. So it's like Luca Ponce, but because Luca with an L is taken, I, it's like the number one. Oh, yeah. And then and in place of the L and then Luca Ponce, you know, so okay. I don't know if that okay. makes sense. But those are my handles, generally speaking, for all the things that I do creatively and just how I'm moving into coaching as well. Out in the world, baby. I love it. Yeah. And I love you and I've appreciated every moment together. I'm so grateful you're part of soul family. Yes. Yes. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with us here. It's such a gift. And I know I'm going to have you back on the show because that was such an amazing conversation. (laughs) Anytime this, I live for things like this is so important. So thank you for having me. You're welcome. Well, until next time, take care, be well. You are so loved and appreciated. And thank you again for sharing your wisdom. Of course. Okay. See you soon. Bye.